Welcome back to the Gibbs Spotlight. I'm Camille Germany, assistant to the directors at the Gibbs College of Architecture. Joining me today is regional and city planning alum, Michael Southerd. Michael received his master's degree in regional and city planning from OU in 1993. He is currently the economic development director for the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. For over 28 years, he has worked to build better communities across Oklahoma, including in Oklahoma City, Muskogee, Shawnee, and Ada. Michael, thank you so much for being here today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, and thanks for asking. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm so glad you're here. I wonder if you could tell me about your journey from being an undergraduate at OU to deciding to get your master's degree in regional and city planning and why you chose the Gibbs College of Architecture for your graduate degree. Well, uh, I I was an undergraduate at OU uh, in public administration, and I saw an opportunity to further my academic career and specialize a little bit more uh, in city planning. Uh, And quickly, uh, I learned that the the, uh, regional city planning program at OU is one of the oldest uh, graduate programs at West Mississippi River. And we have a lot of prestigious graduates across the country. Uh, And, you know, so it's a very, very proud program. Uh, How I got into planning is kind of a funny story. Uh, I, like many undergraduates, you know, I wasn't aware of city planning and I, uh, I, I had taken the, the LSAT or you know, the, uh, yeah, the LSAT and I was going to go to law school and happened to be in uh, uh, at the Mont in Norman uh, one weekend and ran into uh, a young lady, Trudy Bloodworth, who was a year ahead of me and and uh, an undergraduate in public administration. And she had asked what I'm doing. I told her uh, I, planning to go to law school next year. I don't know where at the time. And she goes, Mike, we don't need any more attorneys. We have way too many attorneys. You need to be a city planner. Yeah, this city planner program, it's really cool. Uh, You need to look at it. So uh, I did, and uh, it interests me uh, as far as some of the programs. Uh, And, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of the funny story is uh, as I jump in, jumped into the uh, the planning profession with and you know, into the the deep end uh, early in my career, you know, working Muskogee as the community development director after three years, uh, you know, Trudy is now an attorney. So uh, <laughs> here she graduated, you know, moved off to Memphis, and now she's an attorney. So uh, it, it's kind of a, a funny story as far as how things ended up. That is a little bit ironic. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and most people think, "Oh, well, hey, a, a girl uh, talked you into it," or you know, we weren't dating. We had, you know, we were just friends, and uh, usually it's the girlfriend talks the guy into something. <laughs> Could you talk a little bit about a recent project you've worked on for the Choctaw Nation? Well, uh, when I was hired in October of 2017, uh, and we were in the process or at the very beginning of the process of creating a regional economic development organization uh, that serves our territory. Uh, the Choctaw Nation territory is a 10 and a half county area uh, in far southeast Oklahoma, uh, Poto to Durant, uh, Ida Bell to McAllister. So it serves a lot, a large area and uh, you know, what 
my boss and leadership had found is that we had a lot of communities that just were not even responding. Uh, we're not really uh, in the game as far as trying to recruit companies. Uh, so we said we will take the lead. We will help. Uh, so uh, in the first first year uh, uh, working in this position, kind of identified some of the needs. Uh, we went through a strategic planning process. Uh, we launched uh, last last May, uh, in May of 2019, uh, we launched a regional website, which is the first one uh, that we that had been done, a regional economic development website. Uh, you know, I had not I had not been told, but it was a goal, a five year goal uh, that no one had really taken the, the lead on. And I jumped in, said, here's what we need to do. I'll take lead. We got it uh, you know, got it finished. Uh, ended up winning uh, an award for it. Uh, it's uh, Uh We also, uh, in part of our external and internal marketing process or program, uh, I wanted to create a, a community profile. Uh, a lot of the chambers, uh, you know, that you know, in economic development organizations will do an annual report because some of that includes your board. A board of directors and financials, uh, we're not really that way. Uh, all of our funding uh, for the economic development activities at, at the regional level is coming from gaming proceeds. Uh, so all of my salary, all of my activities are coming from uh, tribal funds where the communities are not having to pay anything. Uh, we put this profile together and one once again, won several international awards, including Best of Show at the Southern Economic Development Council. Uh, no one in Oklahoma has ever won that award. Uh, and uh, you know, it, it's been really cool seeing how we've been able to progress very quickly. Uh, you know, my previous uh, you know, organization that I was the CEO for, uh, we had won a couple awards, including a gold award with IEDC uh, for our uh, annual report, uh, and, but this one is a lot more special because it's a completely new venture. First thing that we've ever done, uh, I, I told uh, the, the CEO uh, for uh, SEDC, Southern Economic Development Council, when I took this position, that my goal is to win awards and to create basically the go-to organization uh, in the country uh, for economic development. And in a very quick amount of time, we've started doing that. We, uh, you know, so people now recognize us for uh, what we're doing, uh, which had never been done before. That's amazing. And it sounds like a lot of eyes are on you guys to um, be trendsetters in this. And, and we did it. Internally, uh, you know, so all of our internal staff, a lot of people will pay someone twenty, thirty thousand dollars to go and do a in report, uh, prepare a, a community profile, whatever it might be. And we used our marketing team, uh, which uh, predominantly were well, actually, they all do stuff for gaming. You know, they're doing the advertisements and things for uh, the various uh, commercial uh, enterprises within the tribe. So it was a lot of fun for them as well because they got to see different aspects. Uh, they really don't do things on behalf of the communities. Uh, you know, they're you know, you know, the hot the hot week of slots or something is their advertisement for the week. So it was it, it was a lot of fun for uh, for all parties involved. Yeah, that's great. 
You know, there's been a lot of talk in the media right now about the economy during COVID-19. What do you make of the economic effects of the pandemic in Southeast Oklahoma? And what are some ways that um, the organization will and the website will help with the region's economic development? Yeah, uh, this is an area that uh, has, you know, know, we we get invitations, uh, the economic development uh, professionals through our various organizations get invitations to podcasts uh, almost on a weekly basis, uh, trying to figure out what what happens next. Uh, If I was to put two words uh, into your your questions, I'd say disruption and pivot. Uh, And disruption in that, uh, there are the different aspects of economic development, you know, being tourism, uh, you know, industrial attraction, business retention, expansion, entrepreneurship, small business. Uh, you know, so you have a lot of different aspects, but the tourism industry, the hospitality and leisure industry basically fell off the cliff in March. Uh, they're starting to come back, uh, but uh, and that's nationwide. Uh, you know, the, the tribes in Oklahoma uh, shut down for almost three months. Uh, the, the the gaming, so the casinos, the host, host or the uh, resorts, are all closed. Uh, you know, so you had an entire industry that basically went dark for three months, and you know restaurants were closed. Everything, I mean, complete disruption of the entire industry. Uh, trade shows. Uh, if you do industrial attraction, uh, you're you're going to trade shows, talking to industries. Uh, you're doing corp, uh, company visits. All of those you know, are, are canceled. You know, you know, the way that we interact with people, uh, economic development is a very uh, person-to-person uh, you know, interaction. Uh, it's a relational marketing. Uh, you know, so how is that going to, what will that look like in the future? I, I, nobody knows at the moment. You know, we aren't going to be shaking hands. Uh, we're not going to be able to be close. Uh, you, uh, you know, I don't know that I would want to go to a trade show right now because you cannot social distance when you have, you know, 30, 40,000 people at a, uh, at a trade show talking to people. Uh, so uh, how that's going to look in the future uh, is up in the air. We don't know. Uh, attending conferences. Uh, we've been uh, internally uh, within the Choctaw Nation and my team, we've done a lot more uh, you know, professional development and talking with the, uh, the CEO for the International Economic Development uh, Council. Uh, they had told me a couple weeks ago on a trade show that they've seen an uptick. You know, they, they went to virtual, uh, virtual uh, training and they've actually seen an increase in uh, attendance. Uh, where previously I would have to go to Buffalo, New York to go to XYZ class or to wherever it is. And it's opened up opportunities. So apparently other organizations are also uh, doing that. As far as the, the pivot side, uh, you know, we're having to, because uh, we're not you know, seeing companies uh, actively doing site visits uh, coming in as far as industrial attraction, uh, which in most economic development organizations, you're talking 60 to 70% of their time is spent on trying to attract other companies. Uh, that's the whole reason that we have a website. You reach, uh, you market regionally, sell local. Uh, and, but if they're not, if companies are not coming, uh, so we're having to look at maybe doing more virtual site visits. 
and, and then we're also having to uh, you know, maybe concentrate a little bit more on our existing companies, uh, which on our website, uh, we, like many others, had created a, a COVID-19 landing page, trying to keep uh, you know, information in front of people the best we can. You know, part of our, our group is also our small you know, Choctaw Small Business Development, and uh, they have uh, around six or seven hundred clients that they work with on a regular basis uh, where uh, throughout our territory. Uh, we call them Chawtrepreneurs, uh, a play on word for entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, they work with the Chawtrepreneurs. They start making calls on them, seeing what's going on, see if there are ways that we can help further that relationship uh, where it's not necessarily a marketing visit, but it's how can I help you? Uh, what are programs that we can, uh, what will work? Uh, we've held uh, companies' hands when they're making uh, SBA loans, you know, the new programs that were rolled out. Uh, the State Department of Commerce has a, a program to help businesses. So uh, we're trying to get that information to the companies. Uh, the, most of them are small you know, maybe one to one to three employees, uh, or it could even be a hobbypreneur, you know, someone working, uh, you know, full-time somewhere else, and then they're, you know, doing something in the evening to make a little extra money. So uh, we've really had to, to take a hard look, and we're probably, we'll be concentrating a lot more on our existing companies. But I think you would see that in, in most other economic development organizations because, uh, you know, it, it's, I don't know when we're going to be traveling again. Uh, and that's where a lot of our time typically would be, uh, would be concentrated. Yeah, sure. How does your education and work in the planning industry aid in the growth and development of the community? Well, I, I would say that my planning background, uh, you know, gives you know, the, from an educational perspective, gives me a broader perspective or a broader understanding on topics that if I had a business degree or if I came into economic development from a banker, uh, and you know, I, I think I understand uh, the different, uh, the underlying underlining uh, issues. Uh, you know, it allows you know my my background allows me to quickly assess the situation and identify connections or relationships uh, that others might. Uh, if I was a pure economic developer, uh, I may not see the relationships between job creation and housing or even place making. Uh, in, in the current environment in 2020, uh, and housing neighborhood development. Uh, you know, downtown revitalization, uh, education and training, social justice, and others are every bit of an economic development influencer or a decision-making uh, influencer than if infrastructure such as rail, water, uh, or incentives. Uh, and but having that understanding uh, in economic development is actually uh, there's only one uh, one school uh, you know that, that has a master's in economic development and that's Southern Miss uh, but there are concentrations in planning and I see a lot of uh, planners uh, that are in the economic development field or even the site selection field which is a, a, a complementary uh, more of the private sector uh, and job but uh, I, I think that you know the, the one one aspect there, I would say that I have a better understanding uh, in 
So that I really use it on a daily basis, you know, you know go back to what professors uh, you know, said or uh, gives me a better understanding also on uh, some of the uh, econom- econometric models, you know, where I can just use it uh, as a subscription uh, to EMSI or to Statebook or some of the others. I understand how you determine what the multipliers are. I understand what a, a shift share or and and some of the other terms, nomenclature that's used on the website. Where if I, I didn't have to actually use pen and paper back in graduate school to figure out what the multiplier was for this NAICS code in this county, uh, I, I would just basically be using it, you know, blindly. Mm, yeah, it's kind of an all-encompassing degree that really gives you the background you need. Yeah, it, it's very well-rounded. Uh, I, I've likened it, you know, the master's regional city planning uh, degree, graduate degree to an MBA minus the marketing, you know, because a lot of the courses are very similar. And because you have management courses, you have even accounting. And undergraduate, we did not have a public accounting degree or a course. Uh, the master's of public administration uh, students were coming and doing our, uh, you know, our public accounting class uh, that was required and uh, for the uh, MRCP program. So, uh, you know, it, I think it, it's very similar. It's very complimentary or very, well, you know, very similar to the, to an MBA. Yeah. Well, that's neat. So what's your favorite thing about being a planner? Uh, it's that that question is asked of me quite a bit, and my my answer and, and my wife would tell you. I, I, I hope that you you can see and and or hear, uh, you know, from my voice. I absolutely love getting paid to do my hobby. Uh, if you know, that's what I've told my children, uh, find that that thing that is a true passion for you and that you can make a living at and you will be happy. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy going to work every day. I enjoy, uh, you know, trying to solve problems, uh, trying to help communities, uh, you know, over my career, which, you know, going on 30 years now, uh, I've been able to, uh, you know, put and you know, build homes in areas that no one was building homes. I have been able to, uh, you know, do some beautification efforts in a community that, you know, for 10 or 15 years have been wanting to do it, but no one had ever done it. Uh, you know, now I'm creating an entity that no one in the country has anything similar. Uh, it, so I, I truly, you know, it, I'm not going to say because I don't want someone to not pay me, but you know, <laughs> I, I don't care what I'm getting paid. I mean, it's this truly is a passion. This is my hobby uh, and that I just happen to be able to make a career out of. Um, I love the fact that I'm able to give back and improve the lives uh, in, in, of individuals. Uh, I'm truly blessed to have been able to do what I've done. That's amazing. That's so awesome. So what would you want other alumni and aspiring planners to take away from your work? 
I would say if I, you know, I, and I go back and talk to uh, the graduates, uh, you know, you know, the graduates, you know, master students in some classes, uh, and, you know, about once a semester, I, I've been asked to come back. Uh, and what I tell them and what I tell anybody is, uh, you know, be willing to cut your own path. You know, don't do what everyone else is doing just because that's what everyone's done. Uh, you know, you know, very seldom will anyone find uh, solutions uh, in the the in the paths that people have walked before them. Uh, and and be an agent of change. Uh, and and take a chance. I, I have a very entrepreneurial uh, spirit, where uh, and I, I try and address a problem from all different angles and and, and do the research. And find out how here are like five best practices. And uh, there's a term that I've heard recently instead of best practice, try and do the next practice. You know, so don't just do what everyone else has been doing. Find that next uh, best way to do it. And and as I stated a second ago, uh, be passionate about what you're doing, uh, about your service. So many economic developers, so many city planners, uh, and and burnout. Uh, I felt I believe I was starting to burn out early in my career when I was community development director in Muskogee, and uh, Art Chapman, who is uh, another OU graduate, he was in Overland, Kansas, and I happened to meet him at an American Planning Association leadership uh, event, and I told him that you know th- this job is just getting to me. Uh, that it's, you know, the, the weight you know, on my shoulders uh, is just getting to me that I didn't think I could do this for much longer. And this is two or three years, you know, it's four or five years after graduate school. And he told me, you know, Mike, you've got to just learn to throw it out the window on your way home uh, that you don't vote. You know, you know, the planning commission and city council votes, the board of directors vote. My job is to present to advocate and to research. And if they don't vote the way that I am recommending, that's, there are a lot of different contributing factors. And that's what was really beating me down uh, was that I would recommend something or say, here's what the code said, here's what we need to be doing. And they would vote against the recommendation. And, you know, it's either there's something else uh, that maybe, you know, you know the, one of the, the things as an undergraduate uh, in public administration, they, they, they taught us, you know, with the laws, you can either obey the law, disobey the law, or change the law. And everyone forgets the change the law portion. Uh, if that regulation is not what the current elected officials are wanting, then, and, and they vote no, I mean, we're not going to do that. Well, maybe changing it is the, is the appropriate path. But, you know, that's, you know, that's the big thing that, that I've been able to get out of my career and what's allowed me to, to do this for 30 years with, uh, you know, you know with, without burning out. Yeah, that's important. So you've accomplished so much already. Um, what do you see yourself doing in the next five or 10 years? Well, prior to March, I would have been able to give you, you know, oh, hey, in five years, this is what my plan is. And 10 years here is where I think everything would be. But everything from uh, with with the uh, economic downturn and with COVID, 
everything seems to be squished. You know, where uh, site selection projects that may have taken nine months are now taking six. Uh, you know, strategic plans that we're doing within the tribe that worked five and 10 year plans are now one and three year plans. Uh, so, you know, you know, but where I, I kind of still see uh, myself uh, and going is uh, in five years, 10 years, as I approach the end of my career, you know, still leading a regional economic development organization uh, that's focused on a common vision as uh, recognized across the United States as a trendsetter. Uh, you know, whether that's the Choctaw Nation or uh, somewhere else, I don't know. Uh, I don't have plans. I've told people that uh, in, in my profession that I think I may have the best economic development job in the, in the country in that I don't have to worry about the political uh, and political will uh, and maneuvering uh, and that I, I get to be above it. But I get to, to help communities uh, at a regional level and have a lot of needs out there. Uh, I expect my team you know, whoever it is uh, to be to be successful. Uh, I expect high quality outputs and products. Uh, I, I hold myself to that. Uh, and then in, in, I, I want my employees and my, my staff to, to also have those t- same sorts of ambition. Uh, you know, you can see it with the awards that we've won. Uh, we submitted for six or eight awards uh, this year. So hopefully in the next couple months, I will uh, and know a little bit more as, uh, if we they felt like we were you know, award worthy. Uh, but um, I, you know, I really uh, I think by eliminating any defeatist attitude, uh, you can focus on winning. Uh, I try to focus on winning. I try and focus on on uh, doing something better uh, and really identifying you know, what needs to be changed uh, in, in the future. Uh, you know, like I said before, I, I have an entrepreneurial spirit uh, in, within the planning or economic development, which is kind of a rare, uh, rare commodity uh, where a lot of people get tied into this box. This code says this. You have to understand why. You have to you know, you know, say, where, where should it be going? What should it say? And, you know, you know that kind of fits into my, you know, you know what my future plans. I, I don't just want to go somewhere because that's the best place. Uh, I've not exactly taken the easy path, you know, working in smaller rural communities uh, and taking leadership roles at national organiza- with national organizations versus focusing more on the local uh, trying to, to, to do something different, do something better. But, uh, but no, I, you know, five years, you know, I still see, uh, you know, staying in economic development. Sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to share a little about, a little bit about your career, um, what you do for the regional and city planning program here at OU. You know, you've done so much for Oklahoma already, and I'm excited to see your work continue and grow. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Gibbs Spotlight. Tune in next time to hear more stories from the Gibbs College of Architecture.